0: Hi, welcome back to Eight Words or Less, the podcast series that distills leadership and management books into, surprise surprise, Eight Words or Less. Some of you know me already, I'm Sammy, and I'm one of your hosts.
1: And I'm James, I'm your other host. And uh, this is a bonus episode actually, Uh, this is because Having done our first season of Eight Words of Less, we've had quite a lot of feedback and questions around the methodology, Sammy, around the central message, around what a petal is, (laughs) uh, around why eight words and not ten. And I think this is in response. And Sammy, you know, this is very much came from your background and from your experience. So can you tell us a bit about how a central message works and
0: why eight words or less? For sure. I learned about this concept when I did a TEDx talk a couple of years ago, and I was quite surprised, James, that my curator, shout out to Lara, (laughs) didn't initially focus on what I had to say. She dedicated our first few planning sessions solely to nailing down the one powerful idea to use their language. And in my case, after a couple of sessions, that ended up just being five words, Why Business Needs Our Humanity. And it turns out that people don't remember that much of what we say. So I, I guess it's a bit of a leading question, James. But as a percentage, zero being nothing and 100 being absolutely everything, how much of a message do you think generally people remember?
1: I, you know, I always find this quite remarkable because I think it's much lower than you'd expect, less than 10%. Is
0: that right? Yeah. Well, it's not an exact science, but that, <laughs> worryingly, because we're communicating all the time, it suggests that, yeah, 10% is what people retain. And I guess the question is, retain for how long? Is it like the end of the meeting, or could it be the end of the day, a week, a month, a year from now? And so Ted has come up with this idea to say that if you have a powerful central message, then people will understand clearly why you're trying to communicate a purpose But importantly, they will be impacted by your idea. So there is a paradox in communication that, well, I remember my mentor used to say to me, less is more, more or less. So when we hold the intention to share more information, the impact is often that people walk away with less. And there's a quote by George Bernard Shaw that resonates with me, and he says, the single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it's taken place. So I don't want to be political, but the experts do know how powerful this is, it wins elections. Uh, the advertisers know but it sells products. Potentially, it saves lives. In the UK, if you think about the central message during the coronavirus, it was stay home, protect the NHS, save lives. And the marketeers, they suggest that we don't even know a message is being repeated until we have seen it 27 times. And at that point, It's not that we remember the message. It's that we start to realise that that central message or that powerful idea is being repeated. I mean,
1: again, so not trying to be political, but it's interesting. I remember someone asking me, you know, what is the Tories' position on Brexit in the last year's election? And it was get Brexit done. Whatever you thought about it, people could say that was what the uh, response was. And then you asked, and what was the Labour policy? The reality was, regardless of where you sat, it was difficult to be able to remember what it was that they
0: were trying to position. Having that message to galvanize people behind is so powerful. Chris Anderson, who's now the curator of not TEDx, but TED as a whole, Mm -hmm. which is the annual, the big event, he says that anyone who has an idea worth sharing is capable of giving a powerful talk it doesn't matter about your public speaking or confidence. It doesn't matter if you're a smooth talker or you have stage presence. It's about having something worth saying. And from my work, James, I've realized with working from leaders around the world, Everybody has something to say in their field. Everybody has something to contribute. So this tool of crafting a powerful idea and then coming up, we'll talk in a moment about petals, is going to be a great way for maybe some of our listeners to do their TEDx talks or to hone down their messaging for the business or in their leadership.
1: So, you know, that's all very well, Sammy, but sometimes it's quite difficult to actually arrive at a central message. Have you got some tips or suggestions as to how you, how you find that, that core idea?
0: For sure. I, for me, it's about what am I passionate or convicted about? What gives me energy? And then having a think about what is it that I want to achieve? Do I want to inspire people or do I want to challenge conventional thinking? It might be a controversial message. Maybe I want to inform or educate the audience. And how is it going to benefit the audience to have this knowledge? I always say, James, step one of communication is to understand why am I having this communication. And then step two is about crafting the central message, which has just one significant theme. And as I said before, there's only one big TED conference. uh, But over the last few years, there's been over 50,000 TEDx talks. And a very small percentage of the TEDx talks get hosted on TED.com. And the number one reason that they're not suitable for TED.com is if they just don't have a clear enough central idea.
1: Okay. And you mentioned, uh, Sammy, petals. So so why petals?
0: So the idea of petals, I mean, we could have called them central arguments, supporting logical arguments. But for me, it's like a gift of communication. So the middle of the flower, that's the central message, a powerful idea. And then I always imagine there being three petals that you can go out from the centre, And then you can come back in again before going to the second petal out from the center and back in again. When I'm communicating, when I'm writing an email, I might put things in a bullet point format before saying my central message is kind regards. But when I'm speaking, it's really important that every time you say something, you then come back, link it back in to that central idea before you move on again so making those links really explicit for the audience and not assuming that they will be able to connect all the dots
1: and it helps keep your your messaging relevant right that you're not using anecdotes or examples or information that actually will distract people from that core idea and and that's the idea of it coming out and then making sure that it, it it comes back in again right
0: Absolutely. And of course, James, it could be more than three petals. It's just that TED inspired us with the 18 minutes. I know our sessions go on for 20, 25 minutes, but that amount of time is long enough to be serious, but it's short enough to hold people's attention and it forces us to stay intentional in our communication. I'm delighted over the last couple of years, I hear more business leaders say that the one hour meetings are now reduced to 45 or 40 minutes. I'm imagining a world if people start practicing this, we could have 30-minute meetings and achieve so much more.
1: Fantastic, Sammy. Thank you so much for sharing. Really interesting to find out a bit more about the theory. Certainly something that I'm using more and more and really enjoying.
0: Yeah, and hit subscribe and you can learn from the books that we covered in season one, as well as explore some of our different central messages. Bye for now.